Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the CW's new series, Kung Fu. Watch it Wednesdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And I just had a cup of <laughs> Casa, Casa Zeta Jones, <gasps> the ultimate Zeta. It came blend. already? It came. Wow. And I'm plunging for a reason here because it is the afternoon. I have a red lip and I'm so excited to have my Casa Zeta Jones coffee break. Busy today doing, you know, bits on Casazita Jones, but I take time out to have my Casazita Jones coffee. It was like shoved, just shoved into my mailbox. Just, it really didn't fit, but they did their damnedest to get it in there. Okay, so um, what's the, what's going on? What was the it process? Was completely, completely fine. I took it out. I made an AeroPress cup. Okay, so I did so we're the talking, inverted method. So just FYI, people were talking. We got some good. Bobby doesn't skimp on his making. He did not disrespect this coffee. He gave it the no, best no, shot no, 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 no. it could have to be good. I made a, a single cup, AeroPress inverted, 17 grams of uh, whole beans that I wrote, that I ground. You ground. Grinded, ground. You grounded them. Grinded and because I got the whole bean and uh, I made a cup. That's good. Yes. And? Freshly ground. It was good. Uh, it was like no, uh, no complaints and it wasn't, uh, it wasn't great, but it but was t- above average so above it's average like, would cup you of buy it again no it's too expensive okay it was twenty dollars for the bag yeah no i'll never buy twenty dollars for a bag and i and i looked in the josh got me a coffee subscription for christmas oh and i was getting like you get like fun ones every and even those like really good ones that come in they're mostly better than this like significantly and they're cheaper than this you know like so this is just you like get a, way too expensive for coffee Okay, so if you had to say it was comparable to us, another type of coffee that our listeners would have maybe tried, what would you say it's comparable to? Like, star, is it like, like a, a Starbucks really, light a roaster? Really basic, a really basic stump town. A basic yeah. stump town. So, okay, that's like, like still... Like the blue stump town. So, like, it's one step above kind of Dunkin'-y, kind of a little bit more milky, less taste yeah, coffee, but it's... not good. It's it's fruity. It has it really. You do taste. It says on the back. It says um, a full bodied blend of fine East African and Indonesian coffees with a smooth citrus like finish. It is true. It's very smooth. It's kind of fruity at the at the end of it. Uh-huh, it's nice. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm probably gonna turn it into cold brew. Is what I'm gonna do. Uh, You're gonna t- turn it into with cold this coffee. brew. Okay. Yeah, I'll use my little cold brew maker to turn it into cold brew. I'll just grind the rest of it mm. um, because it's not like I don't want to make a lot of hot coffee with this. The point is, mm-hmm. I looked on the back because it was crucial. $20 well spent. And I'll tell you why. Well spent. Because on the back, because on the back, it said that, yes, we assumed it was white label. That's not interesting. It had the list of the, it had the name of the coffee company where she oh, got this. okay. Roasted and packed by a coffee company in St. Louis, Missouri. So I went to the website yeah. and they have... Kind of, you can buy this coffee for how much? Straight from them, 
But then there's also a button on the top that says private label, and it takes you to the private label website that says, hey, you want to order in bulk? Put your own label on this stuff. Here are our options. Oh, my and I found, God. I found their option. Like, she literally, it looks like she just picked one from this list that of all the ones that you can add a white label. So because fucked up. Yeah, look, I just, I literally control F'd uh, East Africa uh, to see if there were any options. And so here's this, here's the one as this this white labeler puts it. Most likely, the Mocha Java blend. Most likely, this is the original blend of coffee in the world, dating back to when the Dutch East India Company first introduced coffee to Europe. This is a blend of East African coffee characterized as having an intense flavor and fruitiness <gasps> and blending it with heavy-bodied, earthy coffee text. from the island of, from the, wait, the island country of Java in Indonesia. And so Ooh. that's what this is, a blend of East African and Indonesian coffees. Um, here's the thing, though. Like, I don't discourage a white label because I do feel like if you f- if you're a celebrity and you find something you really love and you want to work with that company to like give them the boost and put your name on it because you're mm-hmm. like I tried this wine or I tried this food or I whatever and I'm like I'm obsessed like I, I want to I want to help you s- I think we could sell really sell this it's fantastic but like it mm-hmm. seems like this company's like the zazzle of coffee in a way they're zazzling <laughs> I think that's like perfect. I could label it I, think I could private perfect. label it and be like Bobby's finest and like put it on our website you know ooh maybe we should. Oh, after saying that it's not that good, <laughs> make it like, well, it's fine. It's fine. It's just not where it's, it was just $20, like $20. I know. This reminds me of the, the YouTuber who I pseudo like and actually still like a lot. Emma Chamberlain, who uh-huh. uh, like basically her first like f- foray into like selling stuff was coffee too, because her coffee is once again, not a very unique trait. No offense, Bobby. I know you know this, but mm-hmm. a lot of no, people do like coffee, coffee, yeah. liking coffee is yeah. not a personality. Um, despite what we may have implied, but she also like made her. <laughs> I'm sorry, liking coffee is not a personality. Oh, it's fine. Okay. That's fine. I mean, you know, it's not. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay, and um, and anyway, she made her own coffee label, like Chamberlain Coffee. Out of all the things to like sell first, you know, for her, mm-hmm. it was also java but what's interesting with hers is i do think that she's selling to a more coffee hungry audience which is like because they love to like make iced coffee in a big jar with ice and like put a swirl in and like do creamer and all this like mm-hmm. zeta Catherine mm-hmm. zeta jones is selling to kind of an older crowd that wants like you to make it hot and i do think yeah. that with that you really taste more of the flaws in the coffee two years ago i don't know if it was two years ago or like three years ago or what it was but a few years ago i made a video called Emma's legendary coffee recipe, where I basically showed you how I made coffee at home using a lot of steps. There's actually a lot of steps in that video. I did a French press, and then I put them, and then I put the hot French press coffee into mason jars, put the mason jars in the fridge. So that was my old coffee recipe. You're saying the price point is off. That's our main issue here. Price point's off. Totally. I mean, it's it's not bad coffee by any means, but this is like this pound. This is, it's not even a pound. It's a 12 ounce bag. Like this 12 ounce bag should have been Thirteen dollars, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. it should have been thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much coffee. Personally, costs, I would have charged thirteen dollars mm-hmm. for this for this coffee. Well, when but we also coffee was expensive. when we private label our own coffee from that comp- very same company, you can. We'll make no money <laughs> off of it. Then we'll just make no money. I mean, then it's truly just a vanity project that will be completely unprofitable. We'll call That's it fine. not Catherine Zeta Jones coffee. 
God, that'd be so mean. We're just like undercutting her with our own white label. But moving on, Lindsay, did you watch the the AMAs last night? I didn't. I'm sorry. You didn't? The ACMs, excuse me? The ACMs? No, you have the... Oh, the AMAs are the American Music Awards. This is the American yeah, Country Music Awards. Yeah, but they were the Awards. ACMs. I know. They were the ACMs. I honestly still have a hard time with like the CMAs versus the ACMs, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. American Music and Awards, also, Country Music Awards. The ACMs just happened. The ACMs happened seven months ago in the middle of the pandemic because, as every story about this pointed out, it was pushed back because of COVID. Right. And so we just had yeah. them. Right. It feels exactly. like they just happened. This is going to happen with the Oscars, too, which are, by the way, mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah. They're in, what, six six days The one-two bang of your birthday and the Oscars, which will never happen again. This is unprecedented. I know. Unprecedented. I know. Unprecedented. This is like a special eclipse where, like, somehow, like, a shooting star <laughs> goes over the eclipse or something. It's never going to happen again. The Oscars being, like, next to your birthday, essentially. I know. It's still, I mean, these Oscars don't count. I'm sorry. They don't count. Oh. Unless Glenn Close wins. And then, uh, in which case, I guess they count. Okay. What happened at the ACMs? Mickey Guyton, whom we've talked about in the past, co-hosted the ACMs with Keith Urban. So they got a who and a them. Welcome, everybody, to the 56th Academy of Country Music Awards. Nashville is back. Woo! And it is really, really great to be back here live, of course, at the Grand Ole Opry House with Mickey Guyton. And what a fantastic way to kick off the show with Miranda and Elle. A big thanks to you guys. Thank you all so much. Amazing. I love that song. She sang one of her songs at the ACMs and then called lost. Hold On. And I was like, and then lost. She lost Best New Artist, but uh, New Female Artist, excuse me. But I was like, why do I recognize this song? I've heard this song before, and I don't really listen to a lot of Mickey Guyton. And it's the song. It's another song from that movie Breakthrough. The oh one my that, God, the one Chrissy that Chrissy Metz sang, sang at the, the Oscars? Oscars. Yeah. Another song from that movie was Hold On, written and performed by Mickey Guyton. So she performed like a rendition of that with this big, you know, choir and a lot of people sure, on she stage. she did a better job than clip. Chrissy Metz. But <laughs> I would, that the whole time I was like, why didn't she do this at the yeah. like, of course that one got nominated for the Oscar because Diane Warren wrote it, like obviously. But... I was still like, oh my Didn't god! She Chrissy perform- Metz got the Oscar. Where did Mickey Guyton just perform? At the last ACMs. No, no, no. She just no, performed no, no. at the last on ACMs a, on a bigger, more kind of watch stage than that. She performed. Oh, the Grammys. She performed the Grammys because they did that. Yeah. They did that kind of medley, and she was with in the medley. I thought that was yeah, like yeah. She her- performed. I thought that she was had like that a, beautiful dress. Yeah, that was a huge yeah. moment for her. I feel like she sang "Black Like Me," which right. was her, her like big hit. her one of her big hit. But it, but the the thing is, so this is the thing that sort of is fucked up about all of this. So they get all of these headlines. The ACM get like cut and by the ACMs getting this headline, kind of country music as an industry gets the headlines too, where it's like a black woman hosted the ACMs for the first time. Like pat us on the back. This is iconic. But then the moment you dig into this. And yes, it's it's cool that she did host this. But like the moment you did this, they did her so dirty throughout her entire the opening of her career. There's a whole story on NBC News from last year about how like people said that they loved her, like industry people, but they wouldn't play her music on the radio. And then when they did play it, they played it overnight when no one was listening. Oh, they did her so dirty. And so it's like they they basically are responsible for her not getting any radio airplay, mm. like big, big country music industry. But then it's like, oh... Let's try to get some good headlines by getting her a hosting gig, which is cool. 
and good for her. But also, like, look into this. Do not, do not try to pretend like country music is suddenly amazing because they get because they gave her a guest she just, host. Like, had to co-host it with Keith. Like, it's like kind yeah. of a weird whatever. And then she lost new female artist of the year to this woman named Gabby oh Barrett. God who is literally so country she has a baby named Baylor, a name I've never heard before. Bayla. 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 Sorry, I was thinking Baylor. Like the, isn't there like a like Baylor Waco. State or something? Baylor like a, is, a, is a university in Texas. Right. In Waco. <laughs> right. This is Bayla, as in Taylor, you know? Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears. Four things to know about Waco, Texas. Five things. One. Baylor University is there. Why are we? Two, you always do this. Chip and Joanna Gaines are from there. I know. There. Three. The David Koresh and the Branch Davidian raid was there. Four. Dr. Pepper was invented there. Okay. Five. There's a really good spot near Baylor University with every possible fast food place you could ever want in your entire life. So you could stop there on the drive from San Antonio to Dallas. The amount of times you bring up stuff in Waco gives me like the sneaking suspicion that one day you're going to be like, I'm moving to Waco. <laughs> Because I every time you're like, let's focus in and talk about Waco for like, let's I'm pull sorry. out of the conversation and mention Waco. And I'm like, Waco I know is... all the facts. I think you're going to move there. Like, I think you're going to move there. Maybe. Oh, no. okay. Waco is the funniest city. Waco is the funniest city in Texas. I'm sorry. You're it just, just simply is with the Waco. funniest city. I know. And it's so funny. Anyway, so I was like, is Bela a name that I had just unfamiliar with that is very popular? No. I went to the baby name website. It is the 10,421st most popular baby name uh, from the year 2020. So, Bela May. and I think a lot of that has to do with Gabby Barrett, who is only 21, by the way, um, naming her baby Bela May. She is just, mm. if you, mm. if you put in every attribute from a, from a traditional female country singer, in this she's day got and it. age, she's got the it. computer would yeah. the computer would spit out an image of this, <laughs> this woman. Interesting thing about the new female artist of the year category: Ingrid Andress got nominated for the Grammys new mm-hmm. artist of the year category. She was the one that no one knew. Remember, it was like, who's this yeah, woman? Yeah. She's on here. She did not win this. Gabby didn't. Gabby didn't and get a Grammy nomination. And you also have a woman named Kaylee Hammock. That is another mm-hmm. name that I am loving. Kaylee Hammock. Just like. Double letters all over the place. Just a C A Y L double E hammock, not hammock, hammock with A's. Maybe it's hammock. <laughs> Maybe it's hammock. Maybe it's hammock. I have a feeling I it's don't know. not. I have a feeling it's not. Okay. Uh, moving on, we also had new male artist of the year that was won by the only guy that I'd heard of in the list, which never happens, Me Jimmy too. Allen. I didn't know it. So the other ones were Travis Denning, Hardy, all caps, Hardy, Cody Johnson, Parker McCollum. I think Jimmy Allen is like technically bigger than the best new artist. Of, if I've heard of him, like he's not new. Well, he released an EP that's very good. Another reason why I knew who Jimmy Allen was. He released an EP in the middle of the summer last year with every every song was a collaboration. And it's called... It was one of those things where it was called Betty James. Mm. The album was called Betty James. And I was like, is that his dead grandmother's name? And I was like, absolutely spot on accurate. It's it his is. dead grandmother's name. So it's like a tribute to her. But there's a song with Nelly. There's a song with Mickey Guyton. There's a song with Tim McGraw, Brad Paisley, Darius Rucker, uh, Rita Wilson, which is not a good song, by the way. It's um, not a good song. Okay. And Noah Cyrus, which is a great song. Someone I didn't know, Lindsay. Lady Susan Hussey. Did you know who Lady Susan Hussey was? 
Was she nominated for Best New Female Artist at the ACMs? At the ACMs? Close. No, she was by Queen Elizabeth II's side at Prince Philip's funeral. Oh. The other big event of the weekend or whatever. Was it the weekend or the week? I forget when this happened. I think it was the weekend. Anyway, I saw this Us Weekly headline. Who was by Queen Elizabeth II's side at Prince Philip's funeral? Five things to know about Lady (laughs) Susan Hussey. Queen Elizabeth II. And I was like, listen, Queen Elizabeth II. Queen Elizabeth Elizabeth II. You make her sound like she's a sequel. <laughs> I mean, in a sense. I'm just she? saying it's like, okay, she's back for another romp. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II, colon, funeral. Yeah, I don't. So here are the five things to know. I'm not going to read you the actual descriptions because who cares? But the actual five things, the headlines are good. One, she's the senior lady-in-waiting. Don't, I still don't, don't, I still know, what don't know what a lady-in-waiting is. On. I don't know what a lady-in-waiting is. She was seems married like to the late... like she's waiting around for Queen Elizabeth II a lot. That's what it seems <laughs> like to me. She was married to the late Marmaduke Hussey. Which is basically like, she's really old, so her husband's name was Marmaduke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She is Prince William's godmother. Okay. 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 Uh, boring. Fine. She's known the queen for more than 60 years. Again, she's very old. Yeah. And she's the youngest daughter of the 12th Earl Waldegrave. Uh, no no <laughs> five things have done less for me than these. They've done nothing for me. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting a sense of like what she is up to, which is... She's an old British lady. That's I, It's just confirmed. She's old the British queen's lady friend. Confirmed. But maybe now that Philip's dead, she'll like hang out. Maybe she's she'll be down now. So you're saying she isn't like sending emojis to people on a regular basis? She's not like in like a group chat a called like up. Queen Elizabeth II's girlies. She's like, hey girlies, who's watching Love Island UK tonight? Want to come over for some cocktails? Essex is a continent. No, no, it's a county. A what? A country? A county. What's the difference between a county and a country? Country. So a country is like England. Yeah. So Wales is in Cardiff. Cardiff's the capital of Wales. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So (laughs) I'm from Liverpool, so I live in a country. No, Liverpool's a city. A city. Yeah. If you go on a plane and go to another place, that's still United Kingdom, isn't it? Depends where. Where do you want to go? So Spain. That's not United Kingdom. That's Europe. But it's still in the United Europe, Kingdom. No, no, Europe it's is out a continent. It's in the EU. It's in Europe. It's in Europe. Speaking of things that are different. Speaking Jesse of Williams things Taylor that Page. are different. Yeah, what? And here's why they're different. Yeah. Jesse Williams and Taylor Page as a couple, very different than Jesse Williams and Aaron Drake Lee as a couple. Right? Am I right? They're different. I mean... That's a different, that's a different vibe, okay? I mean, that's the kind of, that's the crux of the issue, is it not? Yes. So uh, Jesse Williams, who comes up a lot. Uh, well, he's, he was getting, he's drama. It's, it's weird that this happened, but your theory is, I think, why we're going to the most fascinating thing about it, because I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it's so a little, was covering, it, I think it, it, it's a little bit out there, but go for it. I totally buy it. Okay. I'm also very gullible, which we'll get into later. So Jesse Williams is dating Taylor Page, who is, will soon, I think, have her, she's been acting forever, but like, will soon, even though she was in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom too, like, will soon have her big breakout leading role in Zola later this summer, right? But that's like, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I think, is 
huge, obviously, huge, huge. It's mm-hmm. like Oscar movie. It's, you know, whatever. Everyone loved it, da, da, da. But Zola, she's the star. It is buzzy. Yes. It is going to be explicit. Buzzy. It's going to be. It is buzzy. It's my, it might yes. be the moment. It's A24. Like, we're talking like the possibilities here are big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Whether the movie's good so, or bad, actually, too, doesn't make a difference for her. Doesn't make a difference. Okay. People are going to be talking about this movie. So Jesse Williams has been dating Taylor Page, which ooh, I think we've mentioned in passing. Mm. Fine. As all this has been happening, this dating situation, Jesse Williams has been in like kind of long-term custody battles and um, monetary like spousal slash child support battles with his ex-wife, Aaron Drake Lee, who's very much like a normie compared to... Taylor Page, and just compared to Jesse Williams. So it was sort of like Jesse Williams and Aaron Drigley were together a long time. Then he shoots to fame with Grey's Anatomy and is still with this like kind of like pre-blow-up woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that happens in celebrities a lot where you're dating the person, you're still with the person that you met before you were huge and before you were literally a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And I think that must have changed his brain chemistry, right? So they break up. It's kind of messy. Um at one point, they have a daughter together. Uh, they have a they have a son when we talked well. about this because when they broke up, it was like drama because people thought that he had overlapped his relationship with Minka Kelly. I guess overlapped. Yeah. Oh yeah, overlapped is yeah. really like the kindest way to say like cheated. Like he cheated. cheated on, like yeah. people thought he cheated, and mm-hmm. I think she kind of implied that he had cheated because she was yeah. like, you, "This is dirty. You're dirty. I'm gonna like try and get the kids and like get your money and like get out of mm-hmm. here because it's what you did was cruel." You know? Yeah. So this. This is happening this week. Everyone's writing about how Jesse Williams and Aaron Drake Lee have to take, quote, high conflict parenting classes amid their custody battle, which when you read the details, the custody battles kind of solved. Um, They share joint and physical custody. He has child support that he's going to pay now. He's not paying her spousal support anymore. He had like back. um, He had owed her some money, but he paid it back like Everything is sort of on the up and up. So I'm like, if all of the drama that has been happening between these two for as many years as we've been talking about them, this is so low level and like there's nothing to it. It's like, it's kind of funny that they have to do this online course, like presumably over Zoom and during the during this pandemic about high conflict parenting. But it's not all that interesting. So I was telling Lindsay, I was like, it's weird that everyone's writing about this. I guess people are sort of suckers for court documents because anytime there's a court document, the gossip please they like reading it and like reporting what's in the court document right we like proof of something mm. but then Lindsay was like here's my theory tell your theory because i was like i think you're right my theory was that like zola's coming out we got a big buzz this is like a buzzy couple to be in she's going to be the star and he like wants to be attached to that and they want to get this out of the way meaning like this kind of like the nastiness of this like going to classes going to parenting classes they're like let's get this like out of mm-hmm. the way before zola comes out in i want to say the f- july the, the summer they're making it a summer july. movie yeah so i mm-hmm. i kind of am like these headlines they want them to go away before zola comes out you yeah. know i mean i that just sounds that sounds I mean, I right think, to me like it's her like, maybe as much as maybe her more than him but him obviously as well excuse me june 30th is when it comes out but it's very much like let's let's tie up all of these loose ends between Taylor, excuse me, between Jesse and his ex mm-hmm. so that we can focus on this new couple Taylor and that we love so Jesse, much. Right. Who are hot, you know, who are like this hot young couple and they have a cute meet cute. They were, they were on, they were in that GQ modern lovers 
issue a couple of months ago where they just interviewed a lot of like current it hot it couples this meet cute though is ridiculous like if they're trying to position these people as like the hot 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 hollywood couple with the cute meet cute like they've really got to get rid of all of jesse williams's dirty laundry like they gotta nip it in the bud this spring early summer so that we can focus on stuff like this, which is that they met at an Emmys at like on the Emmys red carpet in late September. Mm -hmm. And Taylor is like, she knew that they were going to meet because she spoke to a healer before. I have to read the whole thing. It's just like unreal. Little did he know, Paige reveals dramatically, I had spotted him first. From Paige's perspective, the story is that the standard boy sees girl. At the center is a woman, down on her luck, fresh out of a relationship, with everything falling apart. Frequent visits to a healer promised better times ahead, including a mysterious J figure, an older man in the same industry who will approach her in a dark, crowded space, aka the Emmy's red carpet. I'm like, Coachella, she says. Months go by, invitations to events Jesse Williams will be at are floated but rebuffed. Until, after the second or third time, then Paige remembers the healer's words, and soon after she says, I had a dream that I was sleeping next to him, Williams clarifies, the night before we met. When she went to the Emmy's party in a borrowed red dress, and Williams finally arrived, a calm washed over Paige, it was just like, there he is, almost like, where have you been? And I'm like, this, they want to make this couple a thing, you know? Uh, Jesse Williams was in Los Feliz at a gas station and he's wearing a t-shirt that says free. Now, if that's not a dig at his ex-wife, I don't know what. Well, he is just, I, you know, it's like, Jesse, you guys. I'm telling you, this guy did not put this shirt on. Van, Van. You think he's going through his wardrobe and going, where's my free t-shirt? He knew exactly what he was doing. There's no way, I'm telling you. Oh my God, Van, it was so premeditated, it wasn't even funny. If we got him coming out to Craig's with his free t-shirt, maybe, maybe. But at a gas station in wherever it was. That's what Caitlyn Jenner said when she wore the hat and look what happened. If it said, screw my ex-wife, maybe. <laughs> maybe? Maybe. <laughs> of course Madison LaCroix has a new boyfriend, but I have a question. Yes, J-Lo and A-Rod are broken up. Yes, Madison LaCroix yes, is the woman. Yes, we called it. Yes, we knew with... they were broken up the whole yes, time. We yes, knew. we knew. Sorry. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. We're not super smart. No, but like you Everyone got a sense knew. the first breakup was the breakup and we were just trying to regain the narrative. J-Lo being like, I would like to be the breaker upper. I would not like to mm -hmm. be broken up with via like infidelity. And also then A-Rod posts that sad ass Instagram story playing fix you in the back. Like, okay, fix you. we are not talking about them. We're no. talking about Madison LaCroix. Here's, here's my, She's Southern Charm, photo? right? I keep forgetting She's what Southern she Charm. is. Okay. But it is funny because that was one of the shows that people were like, why is this even a show? Cancel this shit. When like, you know, like stuff was happening. They were like, oh, yeah. all these Vanderpump people are racist. Like, get rid of them. Great. Let's do it. Get rid of them. Like, we need to actually make these Housewives shows more diverse. Like, it's crazy that like New York, which is like a very diverse city, has like all these white women. Actually, there was a great piece about this in Vulture. Oh, I have it. I have it. I have it open. Uh, Anna, the Anna Peel piece. Yes. The Soul of Bravo. Yeah. yeah. What's okay. it called? The Soul of Bravo. Okay. I recommend it. It goes into everything. But I think like the one of the show, the show that everybody was like, what was like Southern Charm being still on? They tried to mix it up and it just was like very messy, which might have been actually the point. So anyways, I just find that very interesting. So Madison LaCroix is the one that everyone assumed or uh, there were rumors about her having an affair with Alex Rodriguez while he was with JLo, right? We've talked about this. She kind of dined out on it. 
Uh, it was never confirmed. People said that they saw them together. Then people said that never happened. Whatever. She's been tight-lipped about it. Right after they broke up, Page Six reached out to her and they were like, you know, I think we talked about this on the Friday episode. And she was like, happy for them. Wish them the best. Whatever. Now there's this story where it says Southern Charm's Madison LaCroix has a new boyfriend after Alex Rodriguez's affair scandal. And I'm like, this woman is savvy. So the reason they even wrote this is because there's a photo of her at some restaurant in Atlanta, and there are two cocktail glasses in front of her, and she's posing with the two cocktail glasses. And someone asked her about something in the uh, uh, in the comments. They were like, A-Rod's on his way, girl. Uh, get your bags packed. He's coming for you. And she commented back, I have a boyfriend. So this is based on her writing to a stranger on Instagram, I have a boyfriend, and posting a photo of her with two cocktail glasses. This woman, I'm going to need to see a photo of her and him in the same frame. Because otherwise, she's too good at reality television. She bought two cocktails and put them in front of her and took a photo with them. You mm-hmm. know, like, she went to the bar and said, two of whatever this is. And then got a photo taken of her. Like, I wouldn't put it past her. That is, like, reality TV villain behavior. Mm-hmm. She knows how to manipulate both people and the press. And that's what I see when I look at this story. I'm like, you are being played by this person. Mm-hmm. Is that crazy of me? I don't believe there's a boyfriend at all. I, I mean, don't. I just think she's like, let's move on. But the crazy mm-hmm. thing is like, this is her moment. Like, if <laughs> so maybe part of her is like, let's move on. Then part of her is like, let's mm-hmm. not move on. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. she was the catalyst for this couple breaking up and like it's not again once again I don't actually think it's her fault I think that A-Rod is like look out there always looking always like being tempted always like Mm -hmm. clearly has a track record of this like and this just wasn't hidden enough the problem is you Mm -hmm. can't fuck with a reality star they have no sense of shame no like (laughs) private like they don't it's no private it's never like they don't care that's how I mean yeah yeah it's a very specific, like, mentality, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's, the things that hurt you and me don't hurt them. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, also, like, yeah. all press is good press is, like, taken to the extreme because, you know, it, you have to kind of take the good with the bad. And also, all press is press. Press is press mm-hmm. is press. Oh, my God. I'm the... I'm the Lin-Manuel Miranda of Who Weekly. Love press is press is, is press is, is press love, is, is press love, is love is love is love. That's what I always say. <laughs> Lindsay is the Lin-Manuel Miranda of Who Weekly. Just constantly telling people that. Everyone stands up and they're like cheering and crying. And I'm like, press is press is press is press. I'm always saying this. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, Everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because 
It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes along that's way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com code WHO, cbdistillery.com This is the dumbest thing we're going to talk about today and it's almost certainly we and have to preface this by saying, saying something. <laughs> Sir, it's almost certainly untrue, right? Almost certainly untrue. But it's such an absurd rumor started by one American Idol Stan account. I love it. And me. I'm going to continue the rumor. Here's the thing. When they announced that American Idol was going to be judged by, uh, briefly judged by Paula Abdul as a guest judge because Luke Bryan was out with COVID, I literally like did a double take on the calendar because it's April of 2021 and you're telling me my man Luke Bryan he's not my man but you know what I mean like my bud like very in a demeaning way of saying like our buddy our buddy Uh country singer and superstar Luke Bryan who is on a television show you're telling me he is not vaccinated as to protect Mm -hmm. the people around him and to be on that show Plenty of people aren't vaccinated. He's sitting next to Katy Perry. You're priority. trying to give Katy Perry COVID? <laughs> like, I just I just don't believe it. You know, like, how are you the last person in the world to get COVID? I mean, I know that's not true. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of yes. celebrities, we're working on a TV show. It just makes no sense to me that Luke Bryan got COVID. Now. I also, now. my eyebrow raised. I was like, that's interesting. Because it even if I did have the thought process, you know what? 
we're still we're we're in the final stage of people saying people being able to say I can't go I got covid. <laughs> like there aren't many months left of that, you know, at least in America, mm-hmm. being able to say, you know what, I can't I got covid and it's very sad and no one wants covid and you shouldn't want covid and it's not funny that he has covid if he does have covid, but you're right. To have someone that famous who works in an industry where people are literally going, like, getting favors, being called out for getting the vaccine. I think we can be sensitive about COVID and still point out that it is weird that Luke Bryan got it on the set of a TV show that he's been on for now months, you know? Right. We live in a very unequal society and that benefits people like Luke Bryan. So to hear... American Idol, Mr. and Mrs. American Idol say, Luke Bryan has COVID, he's out, we replace him with Paula Abdul. You know, alarm bells, a little alarm, a couple of alarm bells, you know? That's all. So basically what else, what also happened alongside this is that a contestant on American Idol mysteriously withdrew. This is not the first time this Wyatt has Pike. happened. Wyatt Pike. His name is Wyatt, Wyatt Pike. Pike. He withdrew, and he withdrew because... He had personal issues, that's it. Personal, personal we got issues. no response. And he was well liked. I'm not watching American Idol, I was but say, How do you he know? was good. And How I put this know? and I put this headline at his audition. Luke Bryan was singing his praises and talking about how much he loved Wyatt Pike. So like okay. he was a well liked contestant on American Idol who left suddenly, suddenly. And he uh, presumably the way this the narrative is being presented, he would have done well. He would have done well. Okay, so now you have that context. This Twitter thread now deleted says that. I pulled up the original tweet. It said... Go, you read, for, you read, you read. It said, for the... Because it's gone. The only way God... And I told this to Lindsay last night. TikTok really ruined screenshots because not only did it degrade the image quality, people are putting their faces on all the screenshots I know. via the green it screen really app. So it's like us. impossible. <laughs> it's like impossible to read screenshots because no one can post a screenshot on TikTok, which is some way the only way that you can save things, screenshot them without putting their own face on them. So it's just like, again, <laughs> I like I'm filling though, in a couple of blanks because it's covered in a face. But I love uh, the aesthetic and we should do this more where you put the screenshot on TikTok and you make your face really, really tiny, like you're a little bug and it looks <laughs> like your little face is right there and you're like talking it's on the screenshot and you're like it's a little head like floating on the screenshot that's so fun yes we should do that so this is <laughs> when you read the actual we're dragging so this out saying, like crazy people are like what the fuck actually happened when you read this tweet it's so absurd and clearly a joke that like it's obvious that what we're about to tell you is not true okay, just and yet them. i believe it tell them American Idol's number one fan on Twitter, the username is American Idol's number one fan, wrote, For those concerned, apparently Wyatt Pike is being held at West Hollywood Jail under a $200,000 bond. TMZ says he's been sent to solitary confinement after, again, the woman's face is in the way, bite to a guard. So it was presumably this person is saying Wyatt Pike not only punched Luke Bryan, he bit a guard. It says no comment from Luke okay, Bryan in American like, Idol. This tweet that says, so the rumor that Wyatt Pike punched Luke Bryan and that was the reason his for his abrupt departure. Who comes up with that? That that account is at Idolbeat, but they changed their name to Michigan Basketball Fan. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we got a lot of things going on here. And then the original account that came up with it is American Idoling, a.k.a. what they call themselves American Idol's number one fan with three, mm-hmm. six followers. With six followers and has since completely populated their feed with uh, tweets about the dog breeds that the American Idol contestants They're trying to divert attention away from their accusations. Starting this rumor. 
So the rumor goes viral via Twitter and TikTok because the person whose face covered the screenshot is apparently like kind of a big TikToker uh-huh. and is one of the reasons people started talking about this a lot. Uh-huh. Just Jared was really obsessed with the story. They're like, they say that like, oh, is this true? Is this like rumor true? Like what a strange, bizarre rumor. The rumor got so high up that Luke Bryan's wife <gasps> had to comment on it. Insane. And Luke Bryan's wife went on her own TikTok No, account. she didn't. Yes, she has 33.7 thousand followers. There's no audio. She just commented, trust me, he has COVID. I kind of wish there was a fight. I'm sick of taking care of kids alone and sanitizing. I'm peeing Lysol. So Luke Bryan's wife says, this rumor is ridiculous. Don't believe the lies. If it was like he got the flu, he got pneumonia, he got, I would just like, I'm still like, hmm, hmm, what's up? Something about it is he called into the speaking of the ACMs, he called in, he like videoed in. Yeah, he was there. He videoed in because he won. He won an award. Yeah, but he also had to be videoed in. He virtually... He looked and sounded fine. He looked and sounded fine, Okay, well, you know. I mean, he could be contagious. He has COVID. You never know. I don't want to sell... I don't want to be a COVID denier. He has COVID. However... But I don't think that that's being COVID deniery. I just don't think that he... I know that... I think that COVID exists. I just don't think he had it. Welcome to the show. We are coming to you live from our studio in Los Angeles. We've got our audience here with their quarantines safely distanced. Good to see you all masked up and gearing up for a dramatic night. As you may have heard, our own Luke Bryan announced this morning he tested positive for COVID-19. He's resting at home. Luke, we love you. Feel better. You are missed, okay? The safety of our crew and talent is paramount. We continue to follow rigorous safety protocols all the time here on this show, as we might. We'll miss you, Luke. Really, we don't have to comment. We don't have to comment. I just have to read this to you. Okay. Because sometimes, like, we read every What song would you like me to put under this while you're reading it? Do you want to be soundtracked? Let me decide afterwards. Uh, You know what? No, put in, um... Oh, yes. I know exactly what to do. Okay. So what you're going to do is let me get the actual track name. <laughs> is it something like score? Uh, like the what be- is this? The best score of the year. You're going to put on the... Uh, you're going to put on... This is Oscar's promo. Uh, and we have Oscar's intro. promo. <laughs> intro by Emil Mozeri from the Minari score. Oh, my God. Most gorgeous music of the year. Most gorgeous music this of the year. This is hashtag Oscar's spawn, which we also technically do have probably in this episode. So, uh, all right. Don't put the music until I start reading... <laughs> So I saw this headline, Vanessa Hudgens and Cole Tucker, why she loves that he's different than past boyfriends. And I was like, I want to know why she loves that he's different than past boyfriends. And it's just a long (laughs) quote. It's a long quote from an insider speaking exclusively to Hollywood Life about why Vanessa Hudgens and Cole Tucker are in love. And I was like, let me cue up your music. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Cole treats Vanessa like a queen. He adores her. People were a little skeptical of him at first. I mean, a pro athlete, and he's only in his early 20s. No one really expected it to last. But he has been very serious about her from the get-go, and that has not wavered. He adores her and says all the time that she is his dream girl. It's sweet. Vanessa is very taken with him too. Last month, she went to see him when he was at spring training in Florida. All the other wives and girlfriends were very welcoming. She had a blast. 
It's a new experience for her. She's used to guys that are in the business, so she really loves that Cole is different in that way. It's a whole new world for her to join. She's definitely in love and very, very happy. That is too many words for a source to give Hollywood life. That's too many words. Source sent an essay. <laughs> like, 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 I know I've, I've been... Source it, wrote a press release. So many things are like this, but this is, it's very much like, sir, this is a Wendy's. Like every, so many things are, <laughs> sir, this is a Wendy's to me lately. And this is like very peak, like, what are you talking about? I do love the idea of walking up to a Wendy's and saying this instead of your order. <laughs> sir. Well, it's like, oh, well, like in addition to the spicy, the number six, the spicy chicken sandwich combo with fries and uh, Frosty, a chocolate Frosty. You also talk about how Cole treats Vanessa like a tween. He adores her. People were a little skeptical at first. I mean, a pro athlete. That line. I mean, a pro athlete and he's only I in his mean, early 20s. Okay, didn't she also say I mean in her iconic mid-COVID? I mean. I mean we say I mean. That doesn't mean that she No, I think this. she said I mean. Future Lindsay here just doing a little fact checking. Vanessa Hudgens does not say I mean in that specific clip. There are... Uh, okay, there are so many interviews <laughs> with Vanessa Hudgens where she says in I which mean. she says I mean to begin sentences. Okay, okay. There's our third conspiracy theory. The thing is, I keep wanting to say I mean about this. I I'm mean, like, she. It, mm, I mean. I mean. Okay, we're not supposed to comment about it, but we did for now. Fucking forever. yet again, whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no I. No, I would it. say whoever wins, we win. Whoever wins, we win. And Vanessa Hudgens. Snacks that I usually look for are like, if I if I can, low carb, low sugar, almonds. I love macadamia nuts. Women's Health decided to bring me some keto snacks, and I thought, might as well give it a try. Why are these women fighting? <laughs> because Marsha Key Harden was interviewed by Vulture. This is the it's ultimate. Really... You know how they say the girls are fighting? I feel like that they always talk about pop stars, but this is really the ultimate. The girls are fighting. Yeah. And I would say so, the girlies are fighting because I'm trying to make... The girlies. Girlies is so funny to me. I'm trying to make girlies happen. It's so stupid, but I love it. The girlies so are the fighting. the girlies are fighting. Yeah, thank you. But I don't think so. I really don't think so. I truly, I still believe Judy Dench has no idea that any of this oh, happened. Oh, you don't think the girlies are fighting? I don't. I don't think you, the girlies as are As I've said previously, you can't have a feud if it's one-sided. Both people have to know there's a feud for there to be a feud. Yes. Do yes, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So Marsha Gay Harden is like, Judy Dench sucks. Well, no. Okay. So what happened was she was interviewed by Vulture and this Marsha Gay Harden was for this really actually in many ways extremely lovely interview i was i i loved this interview mm, and i did mm. i even got after reading it i was i was texting with uh some gay friends and i was like and we were talking about how just really sweet the interview was and i was like i hate to i hate that the the caddy gay queen is coming out in me but like oh my god how spicy that part about like her getting mad at judy dench was you know like even i was like i fell for the bait right after reading it when you think about movie stars, you do think about them living this glamorous life, this very Hollywood life, 24-7, 365. And the thing that made Marsha Gay Harden's Oscar win so interesting is that no one expected her to What'd win. What'd she win it, it for? It came out of nowhere. Paula. Thank you. What a thrill. Members of the Academy, thank you. For taking the time to even view the tape and consider our film. And there's so much about like 
she was like, I'm not used to any of this, where like, she loved the promotion cycle for it. She was like, I was in Venice on a boat. And then there's this part where she says, let me get this right line. The, the interviewer says, to your point, I will tell you, as someone who covers this stuff professionally, it often feels so stale by Oscars night. It's the same four people winning every single award. Even when it's deserved, it becomes a little dull. So to see, so to see a thrilling win like yours, where everyone thought it was going to be Kate or Francis or whatever, it's so exciting. And she says, it's new blood. It just felt great. And by the way, I felt the girls were really happy for me as well. There was one I will not mention, but it wasn't Kate who seemingly wasn't so happy. And she's talking about, uh, it was the almost famous year. So mm. everyone thought that Kate Hudson was going to win. Right. Or Frances McDormand. But neither of them won. She did. And Judy Dench was also nominated for, I don't even remember what she was nominated for. Not Shakespeare in Love because she won for that. But Judy Dench was also nominated. The interviewer moves on, moves on, moves on, moves on, moves on. And then it's like, hey, let's, uh, let's go back to that thing where you mentioned that someone was really pissed off that you mm. won. Who was that? Let's go back there. Let's go back And she goes, there. was it Julie, was it Julie Walters? And she says, because he's naming all the other nominees. And Marsha Gay Harden says, it's not her. Interviewer, oh, Marsha Gay Harden. Mm-hmm. But I would never say anything negative because what a night. And the interviewer is pressing. I totally get you don't want to throw anyone under the bus. And now I'm being annoying by pressing you. But the other two people in that category, Francis McDormand and Judy Dench, had both won Oscars within the past few years. Marsha Gay Harden, uh-huh, yes. <laughs> but one of them was less than satisfied, Marsha Gay Harden. And I'm friends with Francis McDormand. So there you go interviewer right i don't think Frances mcdormand gives a shit about what award she wins so judy dench marcia gay harden francis doesn't give a shit but i don't want to say anything negative about anybody honestly it was my perception that somebody wasn't so happy but you never know what people have going on whatever however i'm a big fan i'm a big one for effusive congratulations that's who i am i'm just so happy for other people in their wins and glories so I think she's mad that Judy wasn't like blowing up whenever she won. Anyway, this gets covered where it's like, again, she has to, this, this is, lovely interview. This is messy because then her apology is in a recent interview. One of my answers that related to, giant, to Dame Judy Dench was misinterpreted. I've never met Miss Gent, although if I had, I'm certain I would have found her to be as generous and supportive as she is respected. I'm deeply sorry for anything that would have led anyone to think otherwise, which is like kind of a bummer because... She kind of. It sucks that she had to do this. Yeah, and also it sucks. But also, her original comment was shady. Sorry, like her saying like Judy Dush wasn't as happy for me as she should have been, even though you've never met the woman, is okay. You know, you know why? Yeah, and I and even I was like, what is this? What is this about? Because maybe I, you know, when they do the little, the little grid of the people. Yeah. The nominees Did and then you the winner and then you zoom the into grid? the <laughs> Well, I found the thing. I was like, well, maybe it was this weird little petty thing where like everyone applauded but Judy. Mm. But no, Judy applauds in the grid. Everyone, everyone applauds her whenever she wins. Kate Hudson included. It must so have like been... it must be some little weird backstage. I mean, it also must have ignored. been the reason why she's never met her. Maybe that was a thing yeah. where it's like I won and Judy didn't even come say hi. Yeah. Like yeah. to oh, me, yeah, that's true. I won that's our true. category and she's not going to even say congratulations to me in real life and meet me. And now she's mm-hmm. never met her. And so she holds that yeah. whenever she hears Judy Dench's name, she's like, she could have said we could have been friends. We could have met. Yes, it's Marsha's fault for even saying this stuff, for, for continuing to answer whenever you could tell that she didn't really want to go there and yet she went there anyway. I don't want to say that it's that she didn't have a part in this. I don't want to blame Vulture for this because honestly it takes two to tango. But like it's still depressing that this interview got overshadowed by some stupid feud. And again, Judy Dench has no idea. You're saying otherwise it's a very nice interview. 
It's a really, really nice interview. Mm. And and um, I had a great time reading it. And now it's a little bit tainted, but whatever. Mm. I guess this a happens. Tainted, a little tainted. And I do I mean, am I wrong? Does Judy Dench have any idea this is happening? No, not no. one clue, not one hint. <laughs> not one whiff. Not, not a whiff. Uh, she's not, probably like not a, a whiff. She's probably at home and the, the wind blew and the wind like and she was like, What was that? And then her whatever was with it. Nothing. That was it. That was it. The nothing. wind. The wind Dame, blew. It was nothing. Like a, Dame, it was nothing. <laughs> Dame. <laughs> they, she makes uh, everyone call oh. her Dame. <laughs> Wouldn't you? I mean I'm sorry. Wouldn't you? <laughs> Okay. Oh, quickly. This, I, we have to talk about this. Okay. You don't know how to do quickly. You say quickly. This is number it's two. It's not quickly. Don't imply it's quick. This is because there's really not much information here. DJ Mustard's personal shopper allegedly scammed him out of like maybe $100,000. These were okay. such funny said, tweets though because people were posting his personal shopper like in her own clothes and they were like, this <laughs> is what ugly. she used his money for. And it was like... It, to be yeah. fair, crazy clothing, you know, like definitely fashion, yeah. fashion, fashion, but like crazy. Fashion, fashion, fashion. But like they were like, this is DJ Mustard's like stolen money so, paying for this woman's like crazy jeans, you know? So DJ Mustard had a personal shopper, personal assistant um, who was uh, no, actually just a personal shopper and who had a salary because he says that he paid her $72,000 a year wow. to be the shopper for him and his wife. Yeah. And found out, I guess, via obvious channels, like you notice money's missing, found out that it that the personal shopper seemed to be, again, like allegedly, may have, was allegedly seemed to be stealing money right. from him. Like, and I'm buying, buying a bag here, herself. but I'm also getting a bag for myself. Like, da da Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. And whenever he started counting up the receipts, and again, he like took it to Instagram before finishing all the counting because he's like... Yeah, I mean, he says at one point it's could it's at least fifty thousand dollars, but it could be it could be over a hundred thousand dollars once I finish counting all the receipts. He and he's not finished there yet. it. <laughs> and he just takes it to Instagram immediately. And what's what what adds like the hint of humor to this is because he is just mustard on Instagram, not even DJ mustard. So to see all these coming from just mustard, oh, and then he is, posts a another. text message where he's like, "This happened," and she's like, "I'm sorry." Like she basically is like, "Yes, I did do it." So he sends her a receipt and it has like $2,600 and none of the stuff is for him. And he goes, she says, can we hop on a call? The the Carissa, who was the personal shopper, who he is accusing of stealing from him. And he goes, a call? <laughs> and she goes, because no one else is involved. It's just me, my wrongdoings. And he goes, you really ran out my card. You're really crazy. And she goes, so sorry. Yeah, she's no, like, sorry. Oh. And then the head, the face palm emoji. I know. And then it's she goes, never been truly, used. I am so sorry. Should have never got to this point. My temptation ran to greed, and I'm so sorry. There's never an O oh in sorry. So he's basically just calling her out on, on Instagram yeah. and saying, like, there's more, there's more, there's more. I said $50,000, but it might go over $100,000. The reason this is important to me is because now we have two instances Lindsay, of personal two shoppers instances in the past two years scamming. of personal shoppers scamming their who else they, got scammed they're rich kevin hart right kevin right. hart got, he scammed. got scammed a shit never forget from his personal that dj mustard's assistant. real name is uh dijon dijon yeah yeah it's a great fun how could i forget that's a fun fact how could I forget? we went in on this before and his wife but what i'm that. saying is now that there's two it's not a trend so the new york times is going to write about this once a third 
celebrity gets scanned by their personal shopper slash assistant. Yeah. I'm just waiting on number three. Right. It's got to happen now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The rule of threes for, doesn't have to be depressing. We're waiting the for the other shoe to literally drop into the purse of another personal shopper that they scammed. <laughs> the other shoe. Yeah, we're waiting for the other we are, We're waiting for the other shoe to get purchased when it should not have <laughs> yeah. been purchased, Lindsay. Yes. The other shoe should not yes, have been gonna purchased. Yes, it's going to drop into the bag of the <laughs> personal shopper who scammed it out of their celebrity client. I cannot get over like your boss saying you stole thousands of dollars from me and you going <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Face I mean, what emoji. else is there to say? Face palm emoji. Nice work if you can get it, if you can keep it. Quick hit. Janet Huber got a job. Amazing. We talked about this. We were like, I wonder what this is going to do to her career whenever she Jenna and Will Huber, had that big apology. The other or the Aunt original. Vivian, the other Aunt Viv. Yeah, we talked about how she, her being, her kind of being very revealing, very honest, very vulnerable on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air uh, reunion, reunion meant it, it, she would get more work because the whole thing was like, she was like, I didn't get any work after you fucked me over, mm-hmm. Will Smith. You fucked me over and, and now I, She yeah. is. She got work. Now. On a, a show people love, um, the last OG. I haven't finished. I haven't finished the first season of Last OG, but it's really good. And yeah. now she's going to be a recurring character on it. Um, it was actually just shooting in my neighborhood. I was like, oh, what's this? Where you look at the paper, and it was the Last OG. And I was like, oh, but it was just nice to see something actually come from this. Like I think this is a direct response to the Fresh Prince reunion. That you know she she got. This, I mean, clearly, right? Yes. Yeah. Her phone definitely yeah. rang at least a few times and like those leads like brought her to this moment, which is nice. Moving on. Who is this? I saw, I was on Us Weekly and I saw model Camille Kostek, a day in my life. And I was like, excuse me? I am so glad. <laughs> what? Did You didn't click, right? You didn't click, right? No. Okay, so. I just put, I just thought that was so funny. I've never heard that name in my entire okay, life. Because we're friends, I wanted to. I'm friends with you. Because we're friends, not me and this model. Or you're model. friends with Camille no, Kostek. because you and I are friends. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I just revealed that me and this woman are friends? Like, because I'm friends with her, I just got her to call in and tell you who she is. Okay. Because we're friends, you and I, I decided that you shouldn't have to read an article to learn who this woman is. That I'm going to write you. you, I'm going to write you a quiz to make it fun for you. Oh, my God. This is like when parents put broccoli in in brownies, you know? Cheese? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) We just like cover broccoli and cheese, and it's like. They put yeah, broccoli, broccoli and brownies and they're like, yum, yum. Oh, I'm like Jessica, Jessica Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Thank you. Oh. And this is your brownie or whatever. How did yeah, she yeah, like yeah. get known for doing that? Whatever. Okay. So. I don't know. And I'm mad about it all over yeah, again. Okay, so Shut up. This is me putting the broccoli in a brownie for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a quiz. Mm-hmm. And it, the quiz is going to teach you who this woman is. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Starting off here. This is, this is, we're going to start with a speed round and then we're going to go to harder questions. Okay. But let's see if you can get these. And these, these don't have multiple choice and they start having multiple choice. Okay. Okay. So let's get the, let's get the, the bare bones out of the way. Which football player does Camille Caustic date? Do you know the answer to this? No, I can't name a football player. Quick hits. Okay. I'm going to give you this one. Ready? It's Gronk. Okay. Second question. (laughs) What? Aren't there multiple Gronks? What does Gronk stand for? Gronkowski. Correct. I do know that. What team does he play it for? Gronk is very... Gronk sounds like a Midwestern boy. Is it the Packers? No, it's the Buccaneers. What team did he used to play for for many years? The Cowboys? No, the Patriots. How did they meet? Guess. Um... How would a football player meet a hot girl? 
maybe they were. She's a cheerleader. That's she cheerleader? correct. That's correct. Yeah, she okay. was a cheerleader. Okay. So now that okay, we've okay. gotten that out of the way, we're going to focus on her a little bit. Mm, actually, okay. well, him okay. too, but mostly her. Okay. Okay. This is a fun game. Okay. Which one of these things is not in Camille Kostek's Instagram bio? Okay. Okay. Uh, Sports Illustrated sim- swimsuit cover model. Okay. At Reebok partner. Okay. Hashtag dance like no one's watching. And advocate for self-acceptance at Four Ocean. Hashtag dance like no one's watching. That's correct. It is <gasps> yes. hashtag never not dancing, which she has apparently <laughs> trademarked because she put the trademark emoji. But I don't think she know. Maybe she doesn't know that doesn't mean you trademarked it. That just is a... An emoji. Hashtag never not dancing. Okay. Never not dancing. A double negative. So very easy to remember and clear. Okay. Back to mm-hmm. Gronk for one minute. Gronk wrote a memoir in 2015. What's Ew. it called? Is it called Gronk in the Name of Love? Oh. It's good to be Gronk. It's Gronk O'Clock. Gronk, colon, the story of a football man. Uh, it's good to be Gronk. That's correct. Yeah. That was, correct. yeah. I've seen that correct. book cover. Okay. Camille just got a sweet gig as a, quote, sideline reporter. What is she reporting on? Is it Patriots games? Is it Wipeout, the TV game show? Is it the Coney Island hot dog eating contest? Or is it the Westminster dog show? Wait. I think it's either Wipeout or Coney Island because (laughs) the Coney Island is happening soon. So that would have been announced. Um, But also, didn't Wipeout just come back? Didn't they just uh, you, renew Wipeout? You tell I'm going to say wipe, it's Wipeout. It's Wipeout. That's correct. Who are yeah, the okay. hosts of Wipeout? Do you know? Oh, no. It's like Rob Griggle. No. It's bigger than you'd think. One of them is somebody that you love who hosts something else that you love. Somebody that I love who hosts something I love. Nicole Byer? That's correct. And <gasps> it is Nicole Byer. Okay. The what, other uh, host is somebody mm. who's playing the big, the big baddie in the new Fast and Furious. Charlize Theron. No. The other one. He's like, you're my brother to this guy. Vin Diesel's like, my brother. Oh, I saw the trailer. I don't remember who the brother it's was. John no, Cena. Oh, Jason Statham. It's oh, John, John Cena. Cena. It's John, John Cena. Cena. Okay. John That's Cena. pretty big, Nicole right? Nicole Byer and John Cena. Wow. Oh, I got to watch Wipeout again. Which one of these Gronk and Camille headlines did I make up? Camille Kostick shares boat day snaps with boyfriend Rob Gronkowski in Miami. Swimsuit model Camille Kostick talks blacking out with Rob Gronkowski <gasps> after appearing on the cover. Okay. Rob Gronkowski and Camille Kostick reveal if hooking up before games affected his football performance. Uh, Rob Gronkowski ew. and girlfriend Camille Kostick <laughs> enjoy snowy off-season Utah. The first one. No, I ma- I didn't make up any of those. They're all real. <laughs> Wait, what's the story about how hooking up before games affected performance <laughs> positively or negatively? Uh, people, Rob Gronkowski and Camille Kostick talk hooking up before games. Uh, let's see. It says... The night before games, he would have curfew, so he didn't get to sleep. Da, 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 da. Asked if sex would affect Gronkowski's performance in the field, the former NFL, NFL star said, no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. for Cool, great. Love to you. know Next this. Next question. On February 19th, Camille retweeted this account and said, thank you, heart, heart, heart. Was the account at Nabisco for sending her for some Chromatica Oreos? <laughs> at the Buccaneers for wishing Gronk a good game? Oh. At Chrissy Teigen for telling her, you go, girl. Or at Famous Birthdays for wishing her a happy birthday. Famous Birthdays. That is correct. They said, yeah. hi, Camille. Hope you're having a, you're enjoying your birthday today. Oh, and happy she loved birthday. it. Okay, she said, love, thank you I for her I love Camille Costa okay. now. 
In 2017, Camille dressed up as Meryl Monroe for Heidi Klum's Halloween party. What are the other two costumes that she also posted on her Instagram? So two of these are costumes Wait, she wore. The same Halloween or just separate? I don't know if they were the same Halloween, but we're just talking other costumes. I think one of them was the same year, but one of them might have been another year. Oh, so I should year. just guess? Just think of random yeah, I'm gonna give costumes? You, no, I'm just going to give you four and tell me which uh, two she dressed up oh, as. Oh, okay. I can do that. Oh, okay. I can do that. Catwoman. Got Sharon it. Stone in Basic Instinct. Got it. Margot Robbie's character in Wolf of Wall Street. Got it. And, quote, a lady cop. Margot Robbie and a lady cop. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Two separate costumes. She dressed a up legend. as a lady cop? Yeah, 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 yeah. Naturally, Camille did Duncan Spawn. So we have that in common. But what for? A, the new matcha-topped donut. B, the new avocado toast. C, the new Charlie remix with sweet cold foam. Or D, the new fire roasted veggie burrito bowl. Uh, the Charlie, the Charlie drink. Why would you do Spawn for the Charlie drink? She's not that's Charlie. A good, that's a good question. But I don't know because she'll do Spawn for anything. <laughs> okay, the answer is the new fire roasted veggie burrito bowl. Camille appeared in a yet-to-be-released movie called Monsters of California as Meg, which was directed by which former teen idol? Tom DeLonge, Vitamin C, Jason Schwartzman, or Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Um, Vitamin C. Nope. The answer is Tom DeLonge. <laughs> Wait, is it about aliens? Because isn't he the alien guy? She wrote, that's a wrap on my role for hashtag Monsters of California. <laughs> this cast and crew is so special. I can't wait for you to see this. At Tom DeLonge as a director is as epic as you'd think he'd be. I'm not sure I agree with I'm not thinking, I don't think he'd be epic at all. At all. I love looking through this girl's Instagram. She is truly a legend. And she also spoke at UMass Amherst. And I love to hear it. She smoked at Amherst? She spoke at UMass Amherst. I can't wait to <laughs> spread love and light to all of you that come. Doors open at 730. Bring your energy to that auditorium because I'll be feeding off your vibes. See you tonight. Uh, great game. I love that game. Well, now you know who she is. Like, now when you see her name, you're going to be like, what are you going to say? I'll say, oh, you date Gronk. I'll say, oh, you dressed up as uh, a Margot Robbie in Wolf of Wall Street one time. I'll say, oh, you like Duncan's fire roasted bowl or whatever. Thank you. Okay, so now you know so much more. There's so much more to her than Gronk's girlfriend. Mm -hmm, Exactly. She also was in a Tom DeLonge movie. People should not be defined by their partners. Now I can exactly. define her by her spawn. Okay? <laughs> define <laughs> you know? me by my define, sponsored content. Define me by my spawn. <laughs> do we do Rita now? What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? We can save the best for last because I think the top story that we have here should actually be the last thing we mention. Mostly, she's just hanging out in Australia. She's making Australian friends, including Jessica Malboy. I was shocked when you sent me the photo of her hanging out with Jessica Malboy. 
couldn't believe it. I mean, I guess they're doing the voice together. I but... mean, just out of all the people that she could be finding in Australia, she found our fa- our favorite Eurovision contestant. Mm. Get out of here, Rita. Like They're I both just... working on the voice together, but clearly the friendship is happening outside of the office as well. Clearly, clearly, clearly. Just like something about being – these two – are going to be agents of chaos. I feel like if their friendship actually blossoms. I'm not sure it'll blossom, but yes, you're right. It, it could be bad. Mm-hmm. Mm. Then there was this. Did you see this story that I put on here from CheatSheet.com? They love covering Rita Ora. It said Rita Ora's fear of toilets is ridiculously relatable. Uh, 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 what? She just has a fear of toilets and they're like, yeah, fear and of toilets. Somehow aggregated. I guess they just realized that Rita Ora stories get clicked because this is a story that's two years old. And down the list, it says, why is Rita Ora, exactly, why is she terrified of toilets? And she says, what if something comes out of the toilet? I always feel like when I go to the toilet, something's going to come out of the bottom. I have this thing where I think the tunnel must start from somewhere. And I think, what if something comes out of the toilet? That's been one of my fears. I always make sure I put the light on when I go. It's an old thing, but that's getting headlines today. I just feel like it's proof that Rita Ora gets clicks. And it's not just us. It's not just us. They republished a two-year-old interview about toilets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, but the most important thing that happened to Rita Ora, she befriended, or I don't know, I've never seen proof of this before, continued a friendship with Russell Crowe. I just think it's it's just Australia. These celebrities what in Australia, they're going nuts. They're just like, they have this like little phone book or she's calling her agent. She's saying, who else is here? And they're like, I guess Russell Crowe. And she's like, all right, fine, set it up. Set it Let's up. go biking with Russell Crowe and his girlfriend, Brittany Tiro. Tiro. In Sydney. That's really weird. And Russell Crowe is like kind of unrecognizable at this point. I think he, I mean, I guess he always has a beard, but I it's think it actually is for a It's just funny because paparazzi clearly follow around Rita because she tells them where she is at every moment of the day. Mm-hmm. And Russell Crowe kind of is like unrecognizable. So it's like he would not have been bothered unless Rita was like not on a bike ride with him and his girlfriend. Brittany Tiro. 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 I mean, we've been hearing stories about Rita having the time of her life in Australia, so. Stories. 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 I wonder if Russell Crowe knew much about her before this. Like, do you think it's one of those things where he had been told that if they hung out, there would be paparazzi? Because it's obviously something that he doesn't get as much as she does. Where he's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was going to be this bad. I didn't realize it was going to be like this. I kind of think so. I, I don't get it. What so. do you do again? You so you sing, you what do you you host a TV show? What do you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do all of it. I think that would probably really disturb Russell Crowe. They sealed their relationship, Russell and Brittany, with a kiss on the tennis court last year. Oh, they sealed it. That's how they sealed it, and they're okay. still going strong. They're still they going strong. Sealed it with a kiss. Okay, and I think we're done. We can seal this with I don't know. With a chow. With a chow. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep listening. Keep calling in at 619 who them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. We may play your call on an episode of Who's There, our Friday call-in show. Also, support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for twice-weekly bonus episodes, uh, plus more. And thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for the Rita theme song, as always. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings. And uh, we'll see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, Mia. yeah, they want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. 
Today's episode of Who Weekly was brought to you by the CW's new series, Kung Fu. Watch it Wednesdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day.